All right, it's time for us to get started tonight. Uh, we want to begin by welcoming you to our Wednesday evening services here at Boonville. We've got a, a good number here tonight. Uh, thought it might be off much more than it is due to so many uh, being under the weather and also uh, the storm that uh, came about the same time we were starting services, but we're glad you're here tonight. If you're like me, uh, you benefited tremendously from your Bible class. If you're visiting with us tonight, uh, we're especially glad that you're here. We want you to come back and be with us anytime that you can. Uh, we will have worship together here at 9.30 on Sunday morning. We'll have Bible class that evening at 5 here in the auditorium uh, for our assembly. And we would love for you to be a part of that this coming Lord's Day. First, an update on some of our sick. Uh, Sue Mason requests that we pray for her. Uh, she's at home, like many, dealing with COVID symptoms, and she plans to be tested tomorrow. Also, uh, Trey Dawson, the grandson of Don and Brenda Dawson, had an emergency appendectomy Monday evening in Tupelo. He is at Don and Brenda's home following surgery, and we've been asked to remember him in our prayers. Also, Randy Stutz is scheduled to have knee surgery tomorrow in Tupelo. Let's also uh, look round about us at those that we know or normally hear that are not, and uh, let's reach out to them, maybe text or a phone call or whatever, and let them know that we miss them and try to encourage them. Uh, before services tonight, we received uh, the news that Jenny uh, Carol Maddox uh, Dalger's house was on fire in Starkville. I don't have an update at this time, but uh, certainly we want to remember her and her husband, uh, Jackson, uh, as they have experienced the loss of some things that are very important to them, and we need to remember them in our prayers. The Freed Hardeman Associates are going to have a meeting tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock in the Annex, and members are requested to attend if feasible. Also, the food pantry item for this week is canned pasta. And, of course, the food pantry is going to be open in the morning at 9 o'clock. If you'd like to help with that, uh, we certainly would appreciate that. Also, you, you can pick up a bulletin from any of the door, at any of the doors. Uh, you can also check our website. And if you would like to receive the bulletin by email, just contact the church office. For our devotional tonight, uh, Gibson Foster is going to be leading our singing. And Brother Jim Estes will lead our minds in prayer to close out. The first song today will be 548, The Lily of the Valley. 548. I'll be singing the first and the last verse. I have found a friend in Jesus. He's everything to me. He's a very something that to my soul.
get out of a speeding ticket. When the police officer who pulled him over was kind of out of earshot, this particular man called 911. He told the dispatchers that a murder was about to take place. He passionately described how a person was holding a gun and a murder was about to happen. But the odd part was that he told dispatchers it was happening somewhere away from where this man was. Several police officers were called to the location that the man specified, and the dispatchers told the officers the name of the man who called in this particular emergency, and the officer that had pulled this man over recognized this particular name as being the same man that he had pulled over, and he quickly put two and two together. The man finally confessed to what he had done, and it turns out he was hoping that the police officer would quickly let him off in a hurry to go to this murder investigation, this emergency. And now this man has much more serious charges to face on top of this speeding ticket. But you know, like this particular man, we often, I'm afraid, try to get away with deception in order to hide sin. But we need to understand today, especially as Christians, that there's no way that we can ever deceive God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 13, there is no creature hidden from his sight. You know, in our homes, maybe we go to our bedroom and we shut the door, we go somewhere where we're far away from anybody else, but there's no way that we can ever hide from God. And the text says, all things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we must give an account. In Galatians 6 and verse 7, the Bible sternly says, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. He that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. He that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. There's no way that we can mock God and get by with it. We need to understand that there's nothing that we can hide from God. We we cannot trick Him. We cannot deceive him. We cannot fool him like we may fool maybe our parents or other people from time to time. It's impossible to pull the wool over the eyes of God. All of our thoughts, all of our intentions, God's aware of. God knows everything that we think. God sees everything that we do. And he hears all that we say. And with that in mind tonight, as we 
extend the Savior's invitation, we need to be mindful that God is aware of who we are and what we are. But God also loves us. And God cares deeply for each one of you as well as every person in the world individually. And God wants us to be saved, but we can't hide from God. Maybe tonight as we sing this song of invitation, it may be that you think that you've been hiding sin, but realize you can't hide from God. Or maybe there are things that are known by other people. You need to make those things right tonight, coming and acknowledging those wrongs, repenting of them, asking God to forgive you in prayer. If there's one in this assembly tonight who's never obeyed the gospel, I can't think of a better time than right now to come and render obedience to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Believe in Jesus with all of your heart. Be willing to change as you repent of your sins. Confess his glorious name that he's the son of God and to not be baptized into Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you can leave this building tonight knowing the joy of salvation. And so tonight, if you need to respond to heaven's call, we ask that you come now while we stand and sing. I'm sorry, I forgot. The invitation song will be 9-11, Bring Christ Your Broken Life. Bring Christ your broken life, so Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that we've been able to assemble tonight, and study your word, hear this message proclaimed. We pray, Father, that you would bless us as a congregation. We know that you have an all-seeing eye. We know that we can hide nothing from you. And we pray that that would be motivation for us to be righteous in your sight. We have so many on our prayer list today. We we pray, Father, that you would be with Trey Dawson and heal him from his surgery. We pray for little John Harrison, uh, 
the three-year-old from Marietta just had a heart transplant. We pray that you'd be with, with him. We have so many, Father, that are suffering from COVID. We pray, Father, that you would bless them with, with immunity and a quick recovery. We especially ask you to be with uh, Sue Mason. She's experiencing those kinds of symptoms. We pray that you'd be with Aubrey Lentz. With Brian Rowland, we pray that you would heal his um, foot. We know we have several ladies with heart issues. We pray that you'd be with them. We know that we have many that are being treated for cancer. We pray that you'd be with them. And Father, we pray that you'd be with our brother Randy Stutz in his surgery tomorrow. And we ask your special blessings to be with Jackson and Jenny Carroll in the house issues that they're facing now. We love you, Father. We pray that you would help us to show love to one another. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.